Coming up on TMS, I don't like cottage cheese. 420, or as we say in Colorado, Wednesday. In BJ territory. Sleeping kinky. A different mat. Mmm, peach meat. Bad food is like a shiny Pokemon. One particular Batman movie. Kinked your hose the wrong way. Laughing morning show guy stuff. Scott counts dead people. All my balls in the air. I've been to Meow Wolf, but I've never been to me. Large curds with Tom. Hawaii breakfast recommendals with Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. If it's not around the house, it's just around the corner. Having a 7-Eleven store in the neighborhood is just like having your own refrigerator full up with cold, fresh milk. Right on the price, right around the corner, right there where you need it. Oh, thank heaven for 7-Eleven, your neighborhood dairy store. Just drunk a bottle of soda, and I fired it. This is the Morning Stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. Big ol' freaking dirt blankets. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. Yeah, it's 420. Okay. 420. Every Smoke day. weed every day. Yeah, it's uh, time for us to celebrate the great patron saint of all things marijuana. Snoop Dog, Snoopy, Snoop Dog, <laughs> Doggy Dog, Doggy Snoopy, Poopy, Poopy, Poop Dog, Poop Dog. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, or as we call it here in uh, Colorado, uh, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, because you guys are it's four twenty all the time. Well, it's at least four twenty yeah. once a day, right? No, there's still going to be a huge. There's a huge thing that happens in Civic Center Park. Been canceled the last couple of years, but it's back on this year, and it's like. Just the park is filled with uh, people smoking pot, and uh, you don't want to go. You don't even want to go anywhere near the streets around that because a lot of those people think that they're fine to drive. Mm. And uh, when you get stuck behind somebody going 15 miles an hour and you can't see through their car windows because it's so cloudy in there, you know there's a problem. Yeah, I I didn't realize they had like a whole celebration around it. That's I just thought it was yeah. like this weird little meme mention thing people do, but. <laughs> Apparently, uh, you know, whatever, an excuse to have another party. Why not? Let's do it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Plus, I think Americans are starved for more holidays. Everyone else in the world takes longer holidays. You got Easter Monday for hell's sakes in the UK. What even is is that? What's Easter Monday? I mean, right. Come on. I mean, I get it. People are just making up stuff now. Yeah. No, for real. And Claire says, are you kidding? No, I'd never. In fact, until this year, I never heard of Easter Monday. That's news to me. I didn't know, and maybe others have known about it, and I know there's the whole three days, and then Jesus rose and all that, and so this is all part of that, but really, you guys just have a drunk holiday. That's what that is. (laughs) That's what it is. Easter's not even really a drinking holiday. Like, it's one of the very few non-drinking holidays. Right. Yeah, and then you got, oh, uh, uh, Good Friday. What's good about uh, getting uh, uh, killed on a cross? What's good about that? That's not good. (laughs) Right? Because, you know, they walked away afterwards and said... Good. <laughs> I almost sprayed tea all over my. I know. Mic. I'm glad I caught that right during a uh, right during a drink. That was. I was locked and loaded, as we were saying last week. <laughs> oh man, that almost went bad. Anyway, uh, happy 420, everybody. I would like to play a clip yeah. to celebrate that Brian sent me yesterday. <laughs> so here's the deal. We talked. We had this news story yesterday about the dude who watched a lot of Spider-Man over and over and over. Uh, 
What was the guy's name? Can't find it. Anyway, what, oh, Ramiro Alanis is his name. Yeah. Oh, well done. Jeez. Nice. Uh, well, I'm just looking at the tab here. And yeah, uh, yeah. he was the Florida man that watched Spider-Man 292 times. He's now set the world record and is in the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, well done, dude. What did it? Now, Brian sent a clip. I guess this came from Kimmel or something. Where was this? It did. It came from Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Okay. So, so somebody. I, hate, I normally hate doing that, by the way, like doing the. Uh, oh, well, here. Let's just copy the uh, the audio from a TV show, The Soup or something like that. But <laughs> that's where we got that good morning in the morning in the news this morning. Good morning thing anyway. So, you yeah. Know, why not? It's fine. Look, once in a while, there's there's gold to be mined in those hills. And, and you found a little bit of gold, I think. Um and the reason this is funny is going to be obvious, but uh, I'll play it. It's that story, but listen to how this lady remembers it or tells it, okay? It's a guy and a lady. Here you go. Enjoy. And now the Guinness World Record holder for watching Spider-Man No Way Home 292 times. He says he spent 720 hours or 30 days watching the movie and spent around $3,400 on tickets. My goodness, he is a super fan. I'll say, I mean, that's some real love for one particular Batman movie. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if she just what, was she just not paying attention. Was she just? Uh, I think mean, did she just think that you know all superheroes are interchangeable? <laughs> I love that. It just it's just so damn funny. Not all heroes wear tights, except for the two that they're talking about. Um, <laughs> anyway, I thought that was great. So uh, perfect place to play it here on the show. I ended up with like the worst case of vertigo this morning. Really? We just woke up with it? Yeah, I almost called you because it was so bad. I thought, oh, I can't do a show like this. And then it sort of dissipated. So what it must have been was, it's always, it's almost always this. I'll sleep in yeah. a weird position, kink something off, and then the hose will go to normal in the morning, and then I'll get up. <laughs> and then I, as, as soon as I stand up, I was fine laying down. It's like, you know, 10 minutes to 7 or something this morning. And I roll over, and I'm, I go to get up, and I sit up, and the room just goes... Ooh, like just keeps moving oh and I start drifting this way and Kim's like, are you okay? I'm like, oh, vertigo, vertigo. And I don't know, you know, it's very rare, but once in a while I'll get it. And I thought, man, not today. There's, this week sucks. Let's not have yeah. it now. Well, I you got, know what though? Better, let, let me just say, better today than a week from today. That's true. Right? Like, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I hope their hotel rooms don't give me a kink. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of kink that happens in those hotel rooms. <laughs> I realize as I said it, I shouldn't have said it, but, uh, but yeah, like <laughs> it was so bad. So I got up and I walked around a little bit and just kind of stretched and that helped took a shower that totally helped. And I think I'm fine now, but just a little, you know, like you could come push me, Brian, and I'd probably go about 10 <laughs> miles tip, that way. Tip right over. Yeah. I think that's where I'm at right now. So anyway, if you guys ever deal with that, it's about as fun as, you know, like if I got a real bad case of vertigo, like the kind that wouldn't leave, I'd probably have to break my puke streak. Probably be the end of it. <laughs> oh, God. No kidding. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd hurl, you know, that's a lot of movement yeah. and uh, you're not actually moving. I hate it. I don't like it. No, sir. I don't. No, no. Heck All no. right. I mean, you might as well, if you're going to do that, you just might as well go on the uh, the Ferris wheel, the, uh, the yeah. high roller. <laughs> I may as well. Who who needs drinking when you can just barf on command? Let's do it. Let's right. Get up exactly. There. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, the, uh, the the point is, we're here, and uh, we're making this happen. It's 420. Uh, why would we miss this? Uh, you know that burping governor I talked about some time ago? Yeah, we, we looked for uh, audio uh, yesterday and couldn't find it, the, the burping governor. Couldn't find it. So we now have it, thanks to a listener, Adhesive Wombat, oh. often in the chat. Uh, Sean, a.k.a. Adhesive Wombat. Sean, thanks for sending this in. Here's what he said in the email. He says, uh, hello. 
since it came up on the show this morning, I figured you might get a kick out of the full uh, video of Governor Me Governor Mima belching on TV. Is it really Governor Mima? No, it really can't be Governor Mima. Really? Do they just call her that because she's like a grandma? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Well, I guess this showed up on which the Rick is, and Bubba which show, is which is a popular yeah. morning show over there in Alabama, is where he, uh, they got this. Anyway, uh, she actually calls onto the show and explains herself. Um, you see, she had a Philly's cheesesteak sandwich and cottage cheese for lunch, and it didn't sit real well with her, was her answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, as an Alabama native, please, please feel free to roast Kay Ivy. Oh, that's her real name, Kay Ivy. Uh, on TMS anytime you like. She has fully earned it. Love the show, though. Sean. All right. So Sean sent me this file. I'm going to play it. Or this video clip. Let's okay. see. I actually might be able to... Uh, let's see. Hold on. I want the chat to see it if they can. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so... This is going to have some laughing morning show guy stuff in it. I apologize. This yeah. is, the reason TMS exists is to be the antithesis of this. Of what you're about to hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so some of this is not, you know, I want to apologize in advance. But anyway, here we go. So we got full, do I have full volume? Yes, we do. All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> See, it's coming out of me here. <laughs> they are, um, we're getting a, excuse me, a slight increase. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, that's a juicy one, too. There was some stuff. Some stuff came up with that. Oh, know, dude. It makes me laugh so hard, though. Like, part, part of me is like, oh, I don't know. It's because of the time I spent in the South. There's a, cert, there's a certain sort of just let yourself go quality to Southern things. I, I, don't know what, I don't know what to call it. So part of me likes it because I'm like, yeah, that's right. You're like a real person. But she's also kind of a psycho. So whatever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, maybe don't eat uh, cottage cheese. Well, actually, you know what? Oh, Just gonna straight oh. up say it: don't eat cottage cheese. I think it's gross. How do oh, you really? F- I like cottage cheese. Ooh. Ooh. With, uh, so, like, you know, I'll do this instead doing chips or or you know fries or something. I'll, I'll, I'll do a um, cottage cheese and then some uh, sliced cling peaches. Cling peaches. Oh gosh, that's I know how horrid. All right, so here's the thing: how come? You, the only time you ever hear of cling peaches is when they're canned. You never say, oh, I'm going to go to the store and buy some cling peaches. Cling? Like with a cling. G in the end? Yeah. Is, have you never heard of cling peaches? I'm trying to think if I heard of cling peaches. I'll bet my wife would hit me right now because we've had them or something, but I, I don't think I know what those are. Is that a brand? Or it's, is that a, uh, a I'm looking. Kind? I want to find out what cling peaches. Okay. So cling, there are two different kinds of peaches. We're moving to the country and we're going to eat a lot of peaches. Um <laughs> There's freestone and clingstone peaches, and it's where the uh, the peach meat, <laughs> if you will, mm-hmm. is, is um, embedded into the pit, as opposed to uh, freestone, where you can just boop, pop the pit out. Oh, okay. So, so the ones peaches, that have got the little fleshy kind of connectors, tendrils, yeah, coming, coming. Yes, uh huh. Those are cling peaches. Okay, because yeah. they cling to the pit. That makes sense. Right. All right. The ones that dress in women's clothing are cling, clinger peaches, by the <laughs> clinger way. Clinger peaches, to. yeah. They're always trying to get that yeah. section eight. They never quite, yeah. quite get still, it. He's still, dude, I am, so I'm in MASH. I'm I'm at the end of, I think, season six. Oh, I should take a look because I'm, I'm, I'd like to get this right. So it's about two, um, three seasons into uh, the BJ territory. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Season six, episode 22, where, uh, where Gomer, uh, or Goober. Gomer. Is it Goober? Goober, wait. Goober, Goober comes to uh, uh, the four hundred seven seventh from the eight hundred sixty third. I never remember who Goober and Gomer, which the witches, replaced, replacing uh, Hawkeye for uh, for a week. Yeah. Um, 
I, if you would have said, hey, Brian, uh, all right, when did, uh, when did um, Colonel Blake die? Oh, at the end of, I think, season three. Okay. When did... Uh, uh, Burns and uh, Burns get replaced with uh, Winchester. I think that was like uh, probably the end of season four, maybe. And then if you would have said, when did Radar leave? I would have said, oh, it was really early on. It was right at, right after uh, Henry Blake. So I think that would have been season, like middle of season four, end of season four. Oh, no, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in season six. We still have Radar. Oh, yeah. Still plenty of Radar. Yeah, Radar's there, I think, until eight or maybe nine. There's twelve yeah. or eleven or twelve total or something. So I think he's actually that's right, yeah. He's actually there for a lot, but he he um there is a season, maybe you're in it. You might be or maybe it's the next one, but there's a season where he is he's there, but he's barely there. Like Yeah, this is the season where he's barely there. Like there's an episode where he's a radio DJ while everything's going on. Like there's a lot of uh um surgery going on he's kind of playing the tunes and he keeps playing uh, sentimental journey for potter yep. and but other than that episode it's like you know yeah. like he makes a little yeah. <laughs> drive by in an episode which is crazy because he's so in the thick of it for the whole rest of the series that he's there and then suddenly yeah. in that whole season yeah. he's just barely there and who knows what's they, going on they really focus on Klinger during like this season like Klinger is in every single episode uh, Radar is in one out of every four, probably. Yeah, Klinger getting groomed for the replacement of, uh, you know, to be the county cl- county clerk, the the company clerk. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> the comptroller. Exactly. He's going to be the comptroller. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Burns yeah. was in there way longer than I thought. Yeah, I I, I thought Burns was uh, gone. Like around the time that that Blake left, I thought Burns was gone. But no, there's a lot of Potter Burns overlap. Yeah, they ended up having. Um, a whole string of like BJ is the big trickster and he plays a lot of jokes yeah. on Frank yeah. type stuff, which you forget if you haven't seen it in a while. But anyway, yeah, yeah that whole cast yeah, is that show. like dead except for Loretta Swit. <laughs> 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 of course I go here. Uh, yes. You got Loretta Swit, Alan, Alan Alda, and then who else? So they're all done. Well, I mean, a bunch of secondary characters uh, are still around, but sure. I'm sure Donald Penobscot is uh, still alive. Still oh, BJ, BJ still around. What am I saying? He's around. Um, is Linnell? Is he? Yeah. Linnell? Mike? Mike no, Mike, what is his name? Mike Farrell. 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 Mike Farrell. Yeah. Thank you. Eh, Linnell's close. I thought he died early, didn't he? No, no. He's still with us. It's, it's what's his name? Uh, 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 Trapper died. Uh, right. Okay. Name. And then you got your, uh, your, 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 your uh, Frank died. He died early. He was only like 53. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Frank died early. Okay. Boy, you look at Mike Farrell's uh, Wikipedia photo. You might think, is that? Mike Farrell or Jimmy Carter? I can't tell. I'm gonna yeah. put it in our Discord here because uh, he's he. I I'll bet I I'll bet I've seen this one. Let me see here. Yeah, I bet you have too. Oh yeah, dude. Look at that. He may as well be <laughs> building huds or whatever. He looks like Carter. <laughs> totally Lamenting about the Iran con or no the Iran uh, hostage uh, negotiations <laughs> and uh, growing peanuts exactly. and building houses for poor people. There he is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there's all that. Anyway. And thank you, by the way, to Adhesive Wombat for that fantastic clip. That was great. Yeah. Um, okay. Hey, I've got some yep. updates for uh, Vegas. Ooh, Scott, you ready? Lay, lay them it's on off. me. We're, we got... we're canceling. That's all, we're done. That's not. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Totally it's the happy. big day of. So a week from today is the is the biggest of the days, right? So our, our... It is the a week from today is the biggest of the days. That yeah. is where we've got a board game uh, thing going on. We've got a ballroom for four hours. And a uh, uh, and a, a bartender in there, 
who's going to be serving us drinks, both of the alcoholic and non-alcoholic variety. And as they say, um, if, you're, but, if your boardroom, or sorry, if your game room lasts longer than four hours, get the F out of there, because that means <laughs> Brian and I have to pay more. <laughs> no, right. it really, like, really what it is, is if your boardroom, if your uh, board game room, if your ballroom lasts for longer than four hours, you need a bartender. Yeah, That's really yeah. what the... Uh, <laughs> That's a good way that's of putting really it. Anyway, so that's going uh, on. Yep. So, and while we're on that subject, uh, if you want to bring a board game, please do. The the uh, the guy that usually provides games for us brings a ton of board games. Is not going to be able to make it this year to Vegas, and he's always you know always provided us with a ton of board games to use. Um, he's unfortunately not going to be able to make it, and I feel bad that I can't remember his name right now. Matt. But. Um... Matt, oh geez, what's wrong? With I was going to say Matt, and I didn't want to say, oh, it's always Matt. It's definitely Matt, but I can't. <laughs> it is Matt, yes. Uh, oh, board games. Hold on, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to find this. Damn it! I love giving him credit because he's a rad dude, and it's Matt, not Johnson. Different Matt. Oh my gosh! Oh wait, yeah. here it is. Maybe. Nope, can't find it. All right, well. I'm pretty sure it's Matt. <laughs> it's Matt. Anyway, that guy, uh, he's not going to be able to make it. So we're relying on ourselves. It's all up to us as a group, mm. as, a, as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want you to bring uh, a board game. Oh, there it is. Matt's, Matt. Oh, no, never mind. People are making fun. <laughs> They're making it the up. Chat room. Yeah. I'm totally. Never totally trust that list. Matt Splat. I was about to say Matt Splat. Coach <laughs> from home. Thanks a lot. Uh, Red Fraggle, there is absolutely a place to sign up for board games, and that's exactly where I was going with this. If you go to vivatmsvegas.com, under the board game link, you will, or under the board game uh, header for Wednesday, you'll find a link to a spreadsheet. Listen, we're going, we're going high tech with this. It's a Google spreadsheet that you have the ability to edit. So hop in there and um, put your name, put your game. And uh, two reasons. Number one, it's a way that we can say, oh, somebody's already bringing a, a copy of Exploding Kittens. Great. I don't need to bring one. Uh, um, but it's also a way that at the end of that event, we can make sure that everybody's matched up with their games. That everybody gets their games back and that sort of thing. Sure. So, oh, good point. Uh, yeah, that's I, I was. Yeah. this is a nice secondary reason because I, I would hate if somebody yeah. didn't get their game back. That would suck. I'd feel bad. Yeah. Um, well, he can't log in as you, Scott. Who? I saw you put that there. Oh, I thought you were asking for our preferred. No, 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 no. I don't. Yeah, you, he, it's just Randy because oh, Brian Dunaway's okay. out. So I'm, I'm trying to. I'm like uh, Brian Dunaway. While we were talking about the Spider-Man Batman clip, uh, Randy uh, or uh, Brian Dunaway said, "Oh crap! I can't make it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss a few today." Yeah. So I've been talking to you and multitasking, helping Randy get logged in here, talking to uh, Alky Bob about getting a login oh, and stuff. Well, so. you've done a nice, a nice job. Sorry, I, thought, well, I, I, I saw this I thing where it says, have, "Give me your I... preferred email," and I'm like, "Oh, oh, okay. I better Sorry. hurry up and do it." No, it's Sorry, all good. Yeah. No, it's not you. It's, it's not all you. good. Oh, the link expired. Ooh. Okay, let me get back to Alky Bob. Uh, anyway. Hold on a second. He says the link has expired. Do you have Alkabob like online right now too as well? This he is, is yes. It's like I am, I am keeping <laughs> all my balls in the air is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Many balls being kept in the air. Many okay, balls. So, yeah. Board game sheet is up. Go there. Go to the site and, and do the board game sheet. Also, the video game tournament. Um, the sign-up sheet is there. We've already got 16 players plus you and me, so 18 players total. Yeah. Um, you know, basically, we will keep adding players up until. I don't want to wait and say, "Oh, day of." Um, 
But I could say day of, couldn't I? So you could say go in of. there, go in there and register for the damn thing. We know there's there's uh, seventy or so of you guys coming to this thing. So uh, sixteen players in the tournament, totally fine. I did update the time on the website. It was um, thanks to my copy and paste skills. It took the place of the pinball hall of fame time even though mm. it's really our evening event it's our post-dinner event oh, so okay. it starts at seven then we've got the place we're there at the place for the rest of the night and they're open till 2 a.m so get your rampage on till oh, two o'clock in the morning man uh, <laughs> if you're old like me you'll go home at 10 we'll see how that yes, goes exactly uh no that's uh, cool so uh so the schedule's up to date and that now has the right info on it all right awesome. correct that's now great. uh one more thing or a couple more things in the Discord, Discord's going to be your best place for coordination and, and uh, figuring um, things out. Um, uh, the uh, There are a couple new channels in there. There's a Monday, a Tuesday, and a Wednesday channel, specific channels. Those are temporary channels. We're going to delete them after the event. But it's a place where instead of everybody filling up the TMS dining channel with, well, I want to go here for dinner on Monday. Oh, I want to go here for this place on Wednesday. And people trying to coordinate. Yeah. We can actually have everybody... All together, you know, say, okay, well, um, Monday after the pool party, a few of us are going to head down to the strip and do the bar car. It's mm. a great place to coordinate that and not have that information get lost. Sure. So. Good point. Yeah, the Discord's always good uh, for all that stuff. So please have that at the ready, everybody. Real-time info. Somebody might pop in and go, hey, I'm at the thing. Is anyone here as well? And you can say, yeah, I'm here. And then meet up right. and make out. Okay? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I know about making out. Maybe don't sure. make out. Okay, yeah. yeah. Maybe not exactly. that. Maybe don't do that. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, I know I've got that in there. Was there anything else on that part? Um, no. So, oh, people are planning on doing like Area 15 on Tuesday afternoon. Sounds great. I'm going there too. There's a there's a steampunky Jules Verne whiskey tasting place. Of course, there's Omega Mart. If you've never been to Meow Wolf, Scott, this, is, this means you too. If you and Kim would, your minds would be... Blown uh, at Omega Mart at Area 15. So have I been to that? No, I haven't. Maybe no, we'll do you that. Have not been to that. Okay. If, if you would have been to that, you would you would uh, be nodding and oh, Meow Wolf is incredible. So uh, so a lot of people are talking about doing that on Tuesday. So um, think about that. Okay. Uh, finally, oh, this is the best thing. So Wednesday, a week from today, we have our live TMS. I have been working for weeks on a game on a on a thing that your favorite frog pants your favorite tms uh hosts and guest stars will be competing in yeah. that they have absolutely no idea about okay all right <laughs> i could say something in this little bag that i'm not showing you can see the top of the bag something Ooh. in this little bag is part of it Ooh. Uh, uh, wow it's not and it's not cocaine I okay <laughs> okay now all that right. I, now that i show that i'm thinking oh they're gonna think it's cocaine yeah. uh no definitely it's not, not pot either yeah uh we don't do the hard stuff here on TMS. <laughs> exactly. Um, but after our show, we've got about a 90, like 75 to 90 minute show, a live TMS that we're going to be doing. Right. After that, there's a band called the Acid Sisters. Mm. And then after that, coming back after two years of not performing, they didn't think they were going to be able to do it for our show because one of the members is a city councilman and has work the next day, but they're going to do it anyway. Whoa. 
same-sex marry back on stage after two years. Not since the pandemic have you been able to see same-sex marry live, and they're going to be performing. And I could not be more excited. I didn't All realize that, they were doing that. I didn't know they or that they hadn't done anything since. They, yeah, no idea. they hadn't done anything since. Yeah, a lot Damn. of places have been closed. A lot of places... Uh, um, you know, they've been very cautious and, and, uh, careful and stuff. So, uh, acid sisters. So TMS live yeah. acid sisters, same sex, Mary all at artifice bar Wednesday night. Uh, it's going to be an incredible, incredible time. Damn, dude. That's so, awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> Mike, uh, I'm now committing Brian to a thing that he has not known about yet. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Brian yeah, is committed to on microphone at some point before that <laughs> performance to do james's voice for all of you to hear <laughs> okay sounds good you gotta Excellent. do it man there's no getting around it it's all right i'll do it he's, he's heard deal. me do it so I, I am totally fine doing it in front of him i think but i think uh svet said something like yeah that doesn't sound like him at all <laughs> <laughs> man i'm telling you i think it's the most dead-on impression anyone i know does so uh, yeah. <laughs> svet and i'll have some words well that's exciting very oh, cool news yeah, yeah. excited yeah. to see Excellent. those guys those guys are great all right. All right. Well, so, should we uh, do a game then, then? Should we get Randy in? Do that whole thing? Yeah, let's get. We've, we've, we've talked about so much. Let's get Randy in, who's coming in for Brian Dunway. He's in our in our game show, so he's ready to go. He's ready to rock. Yummy cottage cheese is his name. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to get it. some I'm going to get some shit here about cottage cheese and whether I should like, be liking it or not. Uh, but let's get in here and do this. That music can only mean one thing. It's time for Babel Royale Tadpooly Feud Edition. Joining us today in place of Brian Dunaway is Mr. Randy Deluxe. Randy Jordan, hello. Good morning. Good morning, morning stream. I have literally just finished a bowl of uh, cottage cheese. I'm not kidding. Really? Gross. Gross. I, what, do you, what do you put on it? So here's the deal. Um, for like 20 years in my life, I've had something called Hawaii breakfast. And this was actually <laughs> this was actually something I came across in a dietitian's uh, like recipe book, uh-huh. and uh, the whole point of it was to be a, a perfectly balanced breakfast. So it's got the right amount of protein, carbs, fats, mm, sure, and uh, and it's pretty <clears throat> nutritious. So Hawaii breakfast is cottage cheese, and you put. Um, pineapple and papaya on it or yeah. if you know i don't have papaya today so it's pineapple and mm. canned fruit right yeah. okay. like sure. like you say like clink peaches sure yeah. it's pineapple and canned fruit and then importantly you chop up several macadamia nuts and put that on on top of that whole thing it's so, extra sure yeah okay. well and, and and importantly good fat yeah. so you you got ah, the cottage okay. cheese with the proteins there's some protein and mac nuts and then the the canned fruit and uh, my gosh, man, when it's fresh pineapple and fresh papaya that you just cut up and put on that, oh my gosh, squeeze a lime on this. I'm telling <laughs> you, Hawaii breakfast is the best breakfast in the world. And I just, I literally just finished eating it. Wow. Uh, You're, uh, that's gross. And uh, good job. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You know what it reminds yeah. me of? It reminds me of curdled milk or something. I just can't do no, it. No, it totally, and, and, you know, it kind of is, right? I mean, it is mm-hmm. the. You know, it, it's the not quite cheese, not quite milk uh, stage of uh, yeah. the cheese making process. So it's a little runny, uh, you know, a little bit of I, runny in yeah. there. <laughs> about a year ago, I fell into dietitian TikTok. Have you guys? Have I told you guys about this? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But like, 
TikTok, like every other social media app, is completely overrun with people calling themselves nutritionists and mm-hmm. saying things that don't make sense and aren't scientific and so on. Sure. And so, like, there are these actual, you know, professional dietitians that are on TikTok and they're like trying to fight back. And it's just really sad because they're very small in number. You know, they're doing science, they're talking about yeah. facts and like, they're just they can't make any headway but i i so enjoy uh, watching them try you know oh. they try so I, hard i will bet you that um that cottage cheese is more divisive in our tadpole group than mayonnaise oh like, yeah yeah i'll bet you you know or cilantro or something like that like i'm guessing that uh, there's way more people who are like oh i love cottage cheese oh i hate cottage cheese yeah than, i also than it would so, be the mayonnaise i, I also what associate I it with my mom is, th- these are you're naming things that i can make myself right like what's mayonnaise mayonnaise is eggs and oil yeah and some sp- uh, some spices you put garlic. some garlic some mm-hmm. onion yep. right yeah mm-hmm. Like you just you can make that in your blender. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I had a like, trivia question about that last. You can night. make yeah. cottage cheese if you know how. That wouldn't be. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sure. You can make yeah. cottage cheese. Yeah, you make all this stuff. But look, I, I saw that on a on a three two one contact or something. They were talking about how to how to make cottage cheese. If really? that doesn't take you back, forty year olds. Uh, for me, it was just 50, my mom. My mom had a tub of this stuff in the fridge, and she'd pull it out once in a while and put like weird fruit in it and i just have a yeah. bad association with it I don't how like, is there how do you tell when cottage cheese goes bad is there a way to tell oh, yes. oh it's so sour like but when it's, <laughs> when, it's not, it. when it hasn't gone bad yet it's it's sweet it's a very sweet taste yeah you have to taste <laughs> it to know so if you taste it and it's bad see i like food that i can look at and know it's bad that's the kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, i don't exactly. want to have to taste it it's got to change the... color like a like a shiny pokemon i needed to i needed to be quite clear and apparent that that food has gone bad i uh, i had a a bottle of partially used uh, uh, pasta sauce in the fridge and I pulled it out and I dumped it in a pan I was making some pasta right I was going to put some red sauce on it yeah. and I dumped it in a pan I cooked some uh, uh, sausage into it right mm. it was great mm-hmm. but I, uh, when I went to throw the bottle away I looked inside the cap and there was a big clump of mold there and I thought you know it's fine I cooked it Oh, it's right? totally fine. It's, it's fine. totally fine. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like run to eat it. Like, I wouldn't be like super stoked. But that stuff, like a little bit of mold on spaghetti sauce, is not going to hurt you. Yeah, it was on the inside of the lid too. It wasn't on. Oh, yeah, down not on the touching sauce. the the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd be all right. Yeah, I've done uh, that. Way, on, I've done that with bread where I've eaten around a, like a blue ball. You know, just kind of eat around it. <laughs> Scott, yeah. Scott, you'll love you'll love this guy. <laughs> I used to have a girlfriend who ate cottage cheese every day, and what she put on it was salt and pepper. Oh well, that oh, makes yeah. it a little yeah. better. That's a little better. Yeah, actually. we do we do that. If we don't have peaches, then that's absolutely what goes with our uh, our sandwich in the afternoon is sandwich and uh, cottage cheese with salt and pepper on it. Yeah. See, I oh, could... you know what else is really good is uh, you can get the bottles of um, sweet chili sauce. Oh, I do it's like, like that. It's like a like a red gelatinous sauce with sweet chilies and stuff in it. Yeah. That is great with cottage yeah. cheese. Really oh, interesting. Agree. So I like that on uh, Kim makes a uh, wedge salad and puts that mixes that with ranch. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah. Oh my gosh, so good. I am not. Oh, I am not making this up. For my entire childhood, my dad made a wedge salad where he took uh, lettuce, that iceberg lettuce, and mm-hmm. the only thing he put on it was half mayo, half peanut butter. He would mix mayo and oh. peanut butter together. Oh. And put that on the salad. Wow. Okay. My wow. favorite my favorite sex move is the wedge salad. Really enjoy it. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, hey. Mine, have... is the, uh, mine is the half mayo, half <laughs> peanut <that>? butter. <laughs> well, yours is a, is a more descriptive process. I don't like it. 
Um, all right. Hey, Brian, uh, Randy, you're you're here. Uh, you're yeah. you're taking the place of the old Dunaway on this here thing. Oh, we got to take a call. Uh, I just realized I don't have. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, we need a player. Yeah, totally forget. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't called yet, uh, try again. If, or if you did, and try again. If you haven't, uh, go ahead and call 801-471-0462. That's 801-471-0462. If you would like to be considered for today's uh, chance to win some stuff and also hang out with us. Uh, so give us a call. So I think somebody <laughs> also hang out with. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So and hang out. Sure. Well, you know, like we're hangoutable. Yeah, exciting. We're a You're fun, virtually hanging out with us. Yeah. We're a yeah, fun yeah. group. We like to we like to do stuff. Oh. I gotta play we're something. A while, fun guy. I gotta. We gotta play this while you're here. Oh Hold on. yeah, good. Yeah, good. I'm gonna do this right now. Okay, first let me take this call. Uh, hi, who's this? Uh, this is Navarine from the chat. Navarine, welcome Navarine. to the show. Okay, I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna put you on uh, hold for one second. You'll still hear us, but we won't hear you for a second because I gotta play a file. Okay. So don't go anywhere because you're our contestant today. Okay, so hang on. I should really breathe. Okay, here we go. Um, let me see where he put this. Here it is. Randy's Oscar bet. Okay. <clears throat> what? So I haven't heard this yet, but apparently, so on Film Sack this last week, you and I said, wait, didn't Scott and Randy have a bet about best actor or something? And I couldn't remember. And even Brian thought it was a bet that he made with you about Will Smith winning or not winning or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I have the definitive audio here from that discussion. It was before you went to Hawaii. Uh, and I have not yeah, it heard was, it yet. It was right before the Oscars. We yeah, were, yeah, right we before the Oscars. Yeah. And I haven't heard it. So this is going to be me also finding out right now in real time with you who won that bet. All right. And I and I have a feeling that I lost. But let's let's play it and find out. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> this year, if you're listening to this before the Oscars, trust me, you're going to watch Will Smith win an Oscar for Best Actor. You think there so? is no one else in that no. category? I, I'll bet you money Denzel Washington walks away with it this year. I think they yeah, want to give him one. I more will. I will not only take your money. Best. I will give yeah. you odds. I will seriously. I will give you three to one against that. I didn't have any skin in this, but now I do. Okay. All right. Yeah, we got, again, again, we're we're. Is this in DraftKings? Can I pull this up in DraftKings? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a little wager. Me and Scott. I'm gonna give you three to one. Okay. Uh, I, I'm taking Will Smith. You're taking Denzel. Washington. Yeah. If I'm, it, we'll make it simple. If mine wins next time we see each other, which hopefully isn't too long in the future, I'll buy you lunch. If you if you win, I'll buy you lunch. Or you'll or the other way around. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that anyway, way. At the end of it, it sounded like you said either way you're going to buy him lunch. Yeah, that is what that sounded like. And I I don't think Jamie, uh, I don't, well, if he edited that, that's really funny, Jamie. Ha ha, that's very funny. But I have a feeling I just screwed up and said it wrong. Anyway, either way, I'd lose. Randy, I owe you lunch, I guess. That's yeah, how this I, goes. Well, I wish I wish we had a little clip from the most recent film sack first. Yeah. Because that's what makes it so funny is that I just bring up the wager and Scott is like, no. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was sure that it didn't happen. I was sure it was me. I was sure I was the one who was like, oh, yeah, no, it's totally going to be Cumberbatch. It's not going to be uh, Smith. Come yeah. on. I don't know. If, if anything, it helped me understand that Mandela effect is a thing that happens all the time, no matter what For you sure. do. It was... It was Shortest so weird. Mandela effect of, uh, I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I know, it was, we it, went from was, the, the zero, zero to Mandela effect in like two weeks. So it was flipping strange to be in Hawaii when the Will Smith slap mm -hmm. became the only thing any anyone wanted to talk about all yeah. at all times. It's so weird. Yeah, like you're you're just you're in paradise. Doesn't really feel important, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that that feels like actually a good place to be because yeah, for that reason exactly. It's like, ah, uh, who cares? I'm on the beach. I've got sun and sand and waves and poke and all this stuff. Yeah. Whatever that yeah. happened in another planet yeah. in another. Right. 
part of the world. A millionaire a, a, smacked another millionaire? I don't know if I can handle all these millionaires slapping each other. It was, it was this full week of, of something dominating the news that ended yeah. with Gerard Carmichael going on Saturday Night Live and saying he's not going to talk about it for like yeah. five minutes straight. And I just love I just love it. I that's I'm oh, but I'm glad I was. Well, I'm glad you were gone. I'm glad you're back. Okay, sorry. Uh, all right. Remind okay. me who hey, was Navarine. on the line again. Who is this again? Navarine, is that who it is? Navarine, yeah. yes. Yeah, all right. Navarine, where are you from? Uh, yeah. Where are you from, Navarine? Uh, I'm in South Dakota. Uh, yeah, lived all over the country, but it, right now I live in South Dakota. Oh, uh, you got to watch cool. out because uh, that's where all, that's where Fargo happens. So it's big trouble, big trouble in uh, uh, South North Dakota. Dakota. Oh, that'd be Isn't North it? Dakota. That's right. Well, no, yeah. they jump but, all uh, over the Deadwood, place, right? Deadwood happens. Well, yeah, that's true. That it doesn't. Fargo definitely does not all take place in Fargo. But you got Deadwood. How about yeah. that? Well, that's true. You do have Deadwood. So you got like a blind I preacher in South Dakota. Yeah, huh. I need yeah. to go watch that. Yeah, you should watch. Yeah. It. It's very good. Uh, well, it's right. good to have you on here. We're going to play a little game. Brian's going to explain these rules, and then uh, we'll see if we can get you winning something. Brian, take it away. That's right. It is time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I have surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Randy are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, in Evering, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Randy, and if your team wins, you get a prize package. That includes Overlord 2 and Kingdom Classic. Oh, very nice. Steam, okay. both yeah, courtesy right. of Matthew Bach. Nice. Uh, all right, let's get to the uh, the thing. If you've done this before, Randy, you know how to do the buzzer system mm-hmm. and all that? All right, okay. I see it. I see the buzzard. All right, so all we right. Hold, your, hold the buzzard. We got hold this. the buzzard. All right, we asked uh, 540 tadpoolers and had the shortest number of passes on this one. Uh-huh, and your guess uh, is? Uh... <laughs> Uh-huh. Someone named Yummy Cottage Cheese just I rang will, in. I will, uh, my, guess I will... is, my guess is Macro Mouse needs to be turned off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm resetting the buzzers. Yeah, you let uh, We can, we can reset we that one. <laughs> Give your best answer to this. Mouse over name, right. name a character from The Simpsons that doesn't have Simpson as a last name. Scott. Mo Sislak. Mo, show me Mo Sislak. Number one? Number one answer on the board. People like their Mo's. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, I did not expect to get number one. Marge. (laughs) Midge, he always calls her. Midge. This is going to be very interesting because there's like a hundred possible answers to this. So you got to think of not just who's the most popular, but who'd be the most popular among our tadpoolers. Right, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, since there's no answers that'll beat it, Scott, you're going to be working with Navarine and you guys have control of the board. So uh, let's see what you say. All right, Navarine, we got like 30 years of the show to deal with. Yeah, I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) And I don't watch Simpsons, so, but I do remember... I don't remember the guy's first name. I, I just remember Mr. Burns. Okay, we do. Yeah, Montgomery Burns we could do. Let's do Burns. <laughs> I like it. Mr. Burns. C. Montgomery Burns or Charles Montgomery Burns. Show me Mr. Burns. I've nice. seen a few clips over the years. Number four. But yeah. Fourth. All right, I like that. Yeah. Ooh, Actually, there's a lot of middle names, by the way. I looked it up this morning. I'm, I was not about to put all of those in here. Uh, my guess is the chat room would have said... Or the uh, tadpole would have said comic book guy. It's got to be in there. Oh, sure. Yep. All right. Everyone loves that guy. Mr. Comic Book Guy. Oh, come on. Uh, Hold on. There we go. 
Oh, man. Worst editor ever. Oh, man. Uh, comic book guy in the list, but was number 11 just uh, just outside the top 10. That's some poopy right there. What are you guys doing Randy. at home? Yeah. Well, uh, team, team Cottage Cheese is going to get on the board with Ned Flanders. We'll just get right to it. All right. Mm. Sure. Show me. Show me. Uh, yes, indeedly doodly. Ned Flanders. <laughs> Third. Well done. Uh, number right. three. On Damn the board. it. And uh, while I'm going fast, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna try to get number two here. I'm pretty okay. sure that's gonna be Mr. Millhouse, little oh. Millhouse. Oh, there. Uh, sure. Uh, what's his full name? I forget. Millhouse. <laughs> ah, Millhouse. I guess just Millhouse. He has a last name because yeah, his parents. He got does divorced. have a last name because his parents have last names too. That last name is Millhouse Van Houten. Van Houten. Show me Millhouse. Yeah, oh. number, number five. That's a good points there. Okay. I put you in the All lead right. now. You're in the lead. Well, then, um, I, uh, <laughs> how about uh, uh, for, for my next guess? Uh, <laughs> let's let's see where Sideshow Bob shakes in. Oh, okay. mm. good choice. All That's right. Good. Show me. I'm listening. Sideshow Bob. <laughs> Number oh, seven. Oh, oh, that's man. big points. Gosh, dang it. It is big points. <clears throat> wow. Well, then, well, then, if it's big points for Sideshow Bob, what kind of big points am I getting for Krusty the Clown? Mm. All right, show me Krusty. Ugh, that sounds gross. <laughs> Number eight. Damn dang it. it. <laughs> Frick. Let's see. Uh, what, what am I? Do I have an option? Still, even a, still have an option. Oh, yeah. You still have. There's still enough answers on the board that you, uh, you guys can win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm now trying to get nine and ten, and that's risky business. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, am I? By the way, am I playing for or against our guest? You're I've playing against forgotten. our you're guest. You're playing against our guest. So okay, your right. your hands are on his games, and if you win, <laughs> you're going to go yoink and take them away. Yep. Yep. Okay, I I have I have a bad feeling about this, but I have to try for the nine or ten spots. Sure. So let's have. Uh, Let's have Smithers. Mm. Like, All right. Burns Burns always says his name, right? Smithers. Mm. <laughs> Release the hounds. All right, show me uh, Mr. Smithers. <laughs> Number 10. Damn it. That's a big that one. That might be the nail in the coffin. Why is Na- Waylon Smithers at the bottom? Oh my gosh. This 18, yeah, awesome. there is there's no way uh no way for Neverine to win, but uh, let's play this out. You know what? It, as always, if you guys get all of the answers right, then, yeah. If we then clear the table, Neverine, we get that special. If you clear, role. The, yeah. if you clear the table, then uh, Neverine gets the. Yeah, so there's still a chance. I would, I would like for him to be able to part. Oh, yes, he says he doesn't watch yeah. The Simpsons. Darn yeah. It. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, l- okay. Try. Well, let's find out if one of those uh, remaining answers is Nelson. Okay. Sure. Nelson Muntz. <laughs> Show me Nelson. Uh, Nelson Muntz was number 13. Uh, All right. As much as I love Super Nintendo Chalmers, I'm going with, um, uh, oh, uh, let's do Ralph Wiggum. Ralph Wiggum. Oh, good one. I've I've been sitting here scratching my head about which is the second most voted answer. (laughs) There you go. Show me, my cat's breath smells like cat food. (laughs) <laughs> Ralph Wiggum what? number six nice. on the list. Nice. But who could it? He's great. Oh, I love oh, him. Oh, I oh I I know who number two is. Well, Go on, Scott. Can't say. Got um, it. Got it. Uh, Barney. Barney. All right. Show me Barney Gumble. 
Number nine. Oh, man. Oh, who is number two? <laughs> who could it be? Um. Okay. Uh oh, geez, why is this so okay? This is weird. Yeah, uh, who would be who would be number two? Um, we could try. Okay, I'll say a a poo nessa peepa poopalon. <laughs> you mean who? Who needs the last name? That's the one. You got it. <laughs> who needs the last name? Yeah, I do. I do. Show me. <laughs> Show me number two, or show me uh, a poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Todd, Todd Cochran lives in me. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> show me a poo. Oh, it was. That is two. You know yes. what that means? That means that you win anyway. That's, I feel really good about how that went. That's great. Yes. That's that is what, awesome. Winner, I, winner, and chicken I just, dinner. Go ahead, Randy. Go ahead. I'm just sorry, but a poo is not like the most... Like he's not the most common. He's not in many episodes by comparison to these others. Yeah, but everyone loves him. Apu is great. Yeah, I mean, true. that's just, absolutely yeah, true. Exactly. Everybody Des- does. Despite love some him. Uh, some some recent controversy with the characterization and who's doing it and all of that uh, changes there on the show, he's still one of the most right. beloved characters. I love him. He's for great. sure. Uh, surprisingly, Chalmers did not even. Make the list, no which is su- Super Nintendo people Chalmers. People want to say Super Nintendo Chalmers, right? Damn uh, or at least, yeah. no, I'm sorry. There, there he goes. And he's in the he's in the ones. So mm. one person sent him. Uh, rounding out your top twenty, just to knock him out here. Comic book guy, groundskeeper Willie Nelson Muntz, Auto Man, Doctor Nick Riviera, Duff Man, Troy McClure, Chief Wiggum, Seymour Skinner, Bleeding Gums Murphy. And uh, Snake Jailbird. No Mrs. Crabapple? Nope. Not till number 23. Well, she's in there. Way down there. All right. All right. Yeah. One person, by the way, <laughs> did say uh, uh, Grandpa. Oh, Grandpa <laughs> Simpson's amazing. He's so good. That was, should have been higher his, up there. But, but his Grandpa last name is Simpson. That's Simpson. true. Exactly, no, yes. I know. It's against the rule, but he's he's amazing. Uh, real quick here. Chat said, uh, who was it? Someone said Homer's brother. Did you guys know? He's also a Simpson is the problem, but... Homer's yeah. brother was played by, um, uh, oh geez, my brain. Uh, uh, he was the, he was the penguin in the second uh, Batman movie. Uh, oh, uh, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito plays Homer's brother. Yes. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's really good. It's very good. Uh, but, and who's your favorite bit character on The Simpsons? Oh, I'm, I'm just curious. Like bit character, like one of these people that hasn't, you mean? That hasn't just been named. Mine, mine is oh, the, the Bouvier sisters. Oh, they're pretty great. Um, they're pretty great. Oh yeah, they are pretty great. Um, I like uh, uh, Gil, uh, the uh, car salesman or, or whatever salesman. <laughs> He's always oh, going, oh boy. Gil, I'm going to have to go. You got old Gil, you're going to have to live in your car again. <laughs> that's a really, that's a really good one. Troy McClure was one of my favorites until we lost Phil Hartman. Uh, oh yeah, and Troy McClure, oh, he was so good. And Rainier Wolfcastle. Yeah, they're all good. How do you sleep at night, Rainer Wolfcastle? On top of a huge pile of money with many beautiful ladies, he says. He's amazing. Uh, All right. Well, Navarine, you win. That means that these codes are now yours. You just have to email briancoverville at gmail.com, and he will hook you up. Thanks for playing. How do you feel about your massive uh, win in the end there? Yeah, I feel great. Yeah, about it. I, I don't know what else to say about it. But yeah, <laughs> I, know, I feel bad that you didn't get yeah. much of a chance to to talk with us. Uh, yeah. You doing all right? I think it's going well for you. Yeah, you doing all right over there? Yeah, you got uh, that. I'm about to move, uh, like a half mile away. But uh, yeah, that's happening this weekend. That's and... a bunch of work. Yeah, that'll be fun for you. Hey, if you're on the freeway out there, it doesn't matter which Dakota you're in. If you see a, uh, a windshield scraper sticking out of the snow. Stop by there, and uh, you might find a little yeah. cash. Is all I'm saying. 
<laughs> Fargo <laughs> reference. Thanks, man. We'll see you later. Bye. There's a title for this episode of the morning stream. It doesn't matter which Dakota you're in. It really doesn't. <laughs> Whatever you're Dakota. U-R-I-N-E, by the way, on that show. There you go. Uh, well, well done, everybody involved. Randy, thanks for stepping in. We're going to have you back here uh, momentarily. Well, not momentarily. we got a little time between now and then. But Randy will be back for recommendals a little later in the show. Thanks for stepping into Brian's shoes for a temporary amount of time. Okay, bye. <laughs> wow. Beat me to it. Nice work. Yes. All right. We're going to take uh, a quick break. Uh, the, I did want to mention this real quick. So the interview I did yesterday was with Jeremy Fiesel. He's in the World of Warcraft team. They announced their new expansion uh, yesterday. Uh, I could have Randy talk about this, I suppose. But anyway, uh, as a result, I got a chance to interview him, talk about the game. We put it out on the core feed uh, for those looking for juicy bits, no, I didn't use it as an opportunity to yeah. to snipe him with questions about harassment. Not not happening here. No. Go somewhere else for that. He's yeah. a developer working on a team on a video game. It's not. This isn't the place or the time. So quit asking for that, everybody. You're you're weird when you ask for that. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's all up there, up there, and available to to listen to. I even stuck it on the old instance feed for anyone who's still straggling over there. So. Nice. Uh, check it out. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, Tom will be here, hopefully. He's got an appointment this morning, and I hope to hear from him for, uh, for too long. Uh, so sure. maybe Randy sooner than later. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. We'll find out. But that's all coming we'll up next after Brian plays this song. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Hey, uh, remember the band The Editors? Uh, they're back, and uh, they have a brand new single. This is their first new music since 2019, and it's the debut release in their current incarnation with Ivor Novello-winning uh, Novello composer and producer Benjamin John Power, also known as Blank Mass who's joined the band as a full-time member. Uh, brand new song here. Their first single of, uh, in two years, three years, is called Heart Attack. Let's listen to it now. Oh, man, a heart attack. i got to be careful of those. Oh, please do. Yeah, I will. Uh, here we go. This is it. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
can wash your face with it. It can make your face feel nice and fresh and clean and dry. You can cleanse your face with it. It can make your face feel nice and soft and smooth and greasy. It is a new thing. You wash your face with it. It makes your face feel nice and fresh and clean and nice and soft and smooth. America, you don't have to run out of milk. I lost my daughter to the abyss, but tonight I'm calling her back. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Yeah. Hey, Brian, remind me who that was again, please. Sure, that song was by the editors, who are nice and clean and soft and, and uh, fragrant. <laughs> and a brand new song called Heart Attack. Go check them out, the editors. All right. Uh, while that was playing, I made a very quick change to the website for people trying to get to the Discord faster. I realize it's like oh. embedded link in lots of places, and it's sure. you know not as simple as just sending some, somewhere simple. So... I made a permanent link, which will always get you in there, won't expire, frogpants.com slash discord, okay? Oh, look at that. Anybody well, that can use it. that seems easy. It's super easy. You just go there, you click the thing, you're in, okay? It's cool. that simple. Cool. Okay. What the hell are we doing? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know. Uh, we're going to get Tom in here. I haven't heard from him, so I assume that's good news. Uh, he was going to text me if, there, if he was going to be late. So oh, okay, I think, good. I think we're good. I mean, uh, you know. Here he, we go. He could have seen blood and passed out or something i don't Could know have been. I mean, yeah you go to the doctor yeah. who knows what they're going to give you they're going to give you the old no uh, way no way to know for sure blood <laughs> blood. <laughs> somebody revived tom with some cottage smelling cheese. salts yeah. oh yeah that's even better even yeah. better with oh, look at this. With <laughs> that's a long story the concept and direction must come from we the had mind. a whole discussion earlier about whether cottage cheese is any good or not and i i hate it i do not like cottage mm-hmm. cheese mm-hmm. and um I'm curious where you land on it, Tom. How do you feel? I, I've done an about face over the years. Uh, as a youngster, I was very anti cottage cheese, uh, but I've I've grown to love it. Yeah, you uh, yeah. You, you mature. What do you, you know? What's your topping? What's your preferred way to to plain, top your cottage? Plain. Just plain. No top, oh, look no at that. Nothing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Large curd. Uh, yes. If, pro- if possible. Yeah. 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 But large large curd is that was my wrestling name for about four years. <laughs> That's I remember Scott Large Curd was, Johnson. Yeah, that was my cottage your cheese. Yeah, it was, <laughs> we don't want to hear about Brian's porn move. Uh, well, hey, it's good to have you here, Tom. I'm glad uh, all went well and uh, we were able to have you this morning. Uh, it's time for us to talk about a little bit of tech as usual. Tom's always scouring the uh, the world for the big tech stories because we got Daily Tech News Show coming up later this afternoon. So what's burning a hole in your pocket? Uh, Capital One? Is that the right <laughs> uh, uh Netflix. <laughs> I don't think that's what what they would no, like you to think no, of them as. No. Uh, Netflix uh, uh, reported it lost 200,000 subscribers uh, last quarter. And go ahead and get your laughs out. Mm. Uh, people are like, well, you raise your prices. <laughs> uh, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, usually, Netflix is very chill. Uh, even if they have kind of a down quarter, uh, they'll say like, well, the, you know, the problem was this and we don't think it was that and we're going to keep doing what we're doing and we're sort of doing some real gentle stuff about password sharing, but blah, blah, blah. Wow. This earnings call, I don't know that I would call it panic, mm. but they rolled out everything to mm. tell shareholders, here's what we're doing because 
uh, they had expected in in their filing, right? This isn't a like sitting around over coffee. Like in their filing to shareholders, they had said they had expected to gain 2.51 million subscribers this quarter. And instead they lost 200,000. Wow. Wow. Now, Granted, they cut off uh, service in Russia, so there's 700,000 subscribers right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even then, they if they had if that had been the only thing that they would have lost, you should have still had well above a million subscribers. They lost 600,000 subscribers in the U.S. Mm. Um, so you're hearing Netflix say things that they haven't said before. Um, they are doubling down on the competition. They've said that before. Uh, they're saying that it's a more competitive market. They're acknowledging uh, that price increases are are having an effect, although they've they've sort of acknowledged that before too, and and said like there'll be a temporary effect and then they'll shake out. Where they really focused their ire was on password sharing, uh, which Reed Hastings in the past said, eh, it's just something you got to live with." Sure. Uh, now is is saying. Uh, uh, we are. This is creating uh, g- revenue headwinds. We estimate a hundred million uh, accounts are, are are being shared, and we are working super hard on it. Uh, it doesn't sound like there. It does say he is saying all the things about like you know we need to balance this. Uh, you know we don't we don't want to be too hard on people. We want to convince them that it's the right thing to do. So they're still being fairly gentle about that. Uh, although you wouldn't know that by looking at Twitter. Uh, everybody reacts as if you know Netflix seized their account uh, that day. <laughs> yeah, but they right. are sort of the, the thing they're rolling out. If you if you missed the story uh, a few weeks ago, is a test where if they can detect that your password sharing. Uh, and and their their test seems pretty soft. Like you have to have multiple different IP addresses multiple times with a regular pattern. This isn't like you, you go on vacation and you log in a couple of times. Uh, if they detect that, then they'll put up a thing that says, "Hey, would you like to pay for a sub account? Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to keep your own history and everything, uh, but but you know you're you're surfing free." They have not said anything about cutting you off. Now that's not to say down the road they would, but. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's very much like, hey, you should do the right thing uh, kind of approach. So they say they're going to they're gonna expand that, uh, and they're testing it and paying close attention to that. The other one, though, that really got me was uh, they have clearly said they're not at all interested in an advertising-supported uh, stream. This seemed to shake that mentality, mm. and they said, well, we're now looking at an ad-supported stream. Uh, and from the way they phrased it, it sounds like it would be a cheaper version, not a free with ads version, but a cheaper version, which is similar to what Hulu and Disney Plus and HBO Max do. Uh, it feels like but, we just yeah, talked about this. That would and take, we, take we, a couple of years for them to roll out. Oh, easily. But it felt like the last time we talked about this, they were, they have always been, not, I don't know, the word isn't hardcore, but they've always been really stern on this point of you know, we're we have we know what our numbers are. We know what to do with this data. We're not going to do an ad supported thing, and they've shown no uh, you know indication toward that. It just seems like two hundred thousand lost users isn't isn't enough to drive all this. Like I, I realize that's a chunk of stuff, and it's going to affect stock prices and people's opinions are going to be all over the place. But at the end of the day, it's a tiny fraction of your two hundred and thirty two million subscribers. But it's the first loss of subscribers yeah. in more than a decade. Wow, I guess that's a big deal. I don't know. It, that, Here's, I'm, and I'm curious about this. I, I want to explore this with you on DTNS later today. If they hadn't terminated service in Russia, this would be a 500,000 subscriber gain. Mm. Now, materially, that's just as bad, right? They sure. they missed their number by two million. 
psychologically, that's a, still a gain. And I wonder if the shareholder revolt, you know, the shareholder upset isn't a little less if it's like, well, it's still a gain, y'all. Like, mm. we still gained everywhere. We just lost in the U.S., so we need to do some stuff in the U.S. Uh, instead of, it's a loss. It's a loss in subscribers. We have fewer subscribers than we did last quarter. That's 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 a harder one psychologically to get past. Yeah, I guess so. I, I It's, um I don't know, really bummed me out to hear it because it it's, well, I don't know why it bummed me out. It shouldn't bum me out. It's fine. This is competition. And also if their pricing changes had an effect on this, okay, well, then there's some market effects and, and whatever. And everyone loves to hate on whoever the leader is. So none of that was news to me. Um, but I will say this. I'll focus it down to the subscription thing. If they do op- offer a ad-supported version, let's say it's five bucks a month. It's it's a, it's on par with others. Uh, HBO does it. Everybody's got some mm-hmm. kind of version Peacock of this. Peacock does it. Yeah, everybody. Um, I feel like that is quickly becoming the standard, and they're probably being forced into this because their entire competition basically is doing this aspect. So why wouldn't they? Um, I don't know why that's a problem for some people. Like somebody in the chat says, you know, the sure way to get me to cancel is an ad supported way of the, uh, uh, for Netflix. I don't know why that would affect you. Yeah, I, I don't understand why you would cancel your existing non ad supported service uh, it, right. unless it was too expensive, in which case then you'd cancel it anyway because it's too expensive. Like if you're not getting ads in your service just because they're putting ads in a different service seems like an odd reason for you to quit. Yeah. That's a very weird but, idea. Uh, but I think that is the miscalculation that Netflix made is public sentiment. Mm. Uh, I, I think they're absolutely right that the price they're charging is pretty accurately uh, calibrated to what people want to watch. I think what they miscalculated was a few things, including public sentiment about price changes. Yeah. In other words, if people weren't getting each other angry uh, on social media about it, they might not have canceled. But mm. there's more of that getting fired up and like, yeah, I, I guess I am angry because look at all these other people. You know, mm-hmm. two or three people is all it takes for you to see to feel like there's a crowd of us, even if it's not that many. Yeah. Uh, and then you get people like, you know what? That's it. I am going to cancel. And they cancel. And then maybe some reality comes in where people realize, well, you know what? I am saving money and I am having to cut back and inflation is is, is a worry for me. So maybe I need to uh, I need to cut back anyway. Plus, I can go to HBO Max. I can go to Peacock. I can go back and get Netflix when a show I want to watch is on and then binge it and cancel. Makes me wonder if Netflix might change that mm-hmm. way of doing things mm-hmm. uh, and, and dole things out slowly. Uh, rather than putting everything out at once, but but they have miscalculated, uh, which is unusual. Netflix is, has got a very long track record of being able to accurately understand what their what their consumer base is doing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think you've said it all. I, I basically this comes down to not reading the room in a weird way, and the room being you know a combination of things. Social media is one of them, but people are right now like this is just really bad timing because people right now are really upset about a lot of things to deal that deal with inflation especially when you know you hear about another company who had 39 percent profit increase that are now raising their prices or whatever like some restaurant um this just feels like one more thing it's like great they're raising their prices while everything else is growing up you know going up i'll tell you what i don't need the witcher season two as bad as you think i do netflix like that attitude starts to sneak in and um I kind of don't blame people for being a little irritated. I get it. Plus, the other offerings right now, solid as hell. 
across the board and nobody's been raising prices on me in, in a significant way. So I'm still getting you know pretty cheap access to a lot of stuff I like. As far as I'm concerned, I'm, I spend way more time on HBO Max than I do on Netflix these days. And I think they have to reckon with that. It used to be that they were just king of the hill and that's how it was, but I don't know anymore. Like Brian, yeah. are you? Where do you I, spend I, most I, of your? I also think they're a canary in the coal mine. Yeah. Uh, there was a, another story that we talked with Nate Langson with on on DTNS yesterday. I also was on Charlotte Henry's podcast talking about it. Uh, that streaming subscriber overall went down hmm. in the UK. So it wasn't just Netflix. In fact, Netflix was one of the ones that went down the least, according to this this uh, estimate, uh, that people in the UK were just cutting streaming out in general uh, because of price. So I don't know that Netflix is actually unique. Uh, I, I think you're going to see bad streaming numbers across the board. Uh, maybe not all decreases, especially for, for some of the ones that are younger. And so they're, they're able to have more momentum uh, in signing people up. But but you may see a, a bigger dip uh, or slower growth from these other streamers because I don't think this is Netflix specific. Mm. Uh, in fact, I see everybody as we always do, right? We're always willing to jump in and go, yeah, I, I canceled because X. I'm curious if people in your chat room who didn't cancel Netflix would speak up and say, well, I didn't cancel Netflix and here's why. To me, that's more instructive. Mm-hmm. I can guess why people who canceled canceled, but why did why did you stay? I, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, apart me, well, so Brian, of all the streaming things that you use the most, what do you think mm-hmm. it is? Is it mostly HBO yeah, it, these days? I think it's HBO Max is what I'm using most these days. Um uh, surprisingly, Hulu is coming is like rising more than it used to, and not just for like, oh, we missed that show last week, let's watch it now, mm. but just their originals, their their movies, their uh, um, yeah. Hulu seems to be. I think it's HBO, Hulu in our house is probably the two most, and then that's followed by. Well, Tom asking now they're delivering. Yeah. The chat room is uh, is piping up here about this as Brian's talking. They're all saying. They're too lazy. <laughs> too lazy. To well, there's one. It. Yeah, one person who admitted, like, I just haven't got around to it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but most of them are, are are like, well, I haven't found a compelling reason to cancel. Uh, there's still sure. some shows I watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing is, you're not going to hear that on Twitter and Facebook and no. TikTok. No one's going to make an angry uh, TikTok video about how they have uh, decided to stay with Netflix because they <laughs> don't find a reason not to. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, I, I I was curious about that, if, if whether there would be more people who are like, oh, I've been meaning to, I just haven't, or if it's like, eh, it still works for me. You yeah, know? yeah, it's fine. I mean, I've got too many people using my passwords to cancel any of them. <laughs> you uh, can't leave them all. I don't want to just, I don't want to leave like them all. like 100 million people just for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll admit, my, I have two kids that are using my my things remotely for me and and, and they're yeah. looking at this five dollar thing going well i guess the honeymoon's over dad we're gonna have to get our own i'm like well you let me know how that goes but until netflix says anything i guess i'm just gonna let it be yeah not worry yeah. about it um well all right tom this is as always riveting stuff and there'll be more of it today on the daily tech news show i'll be there it's wednesday and i uh, love being on wednesdays is there anything else that either you're doing or talking about that you want fine people to know about well, as, as I mentioned, I was on uh, Charlotte Henry's uh, podcast talking about all, all this uh, streaming stuff. It was before the Netflix news uh, came out. Uh, but you should go and get her podcast, which I am racing to get the right URL for. Uh, but uh, yeah, you, you should definitely uh, check out what's going on over at the... Uh, what, what is it? Oh, The Edition. Oh, there you T-A-T, go. The Edition.substack.com. 
substack.com. She's got a substack uh, going on where she delivers her podcasts and newsletters and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, and in the latest podcast, uh, we talk about the UK streaming numbers, if you want to find out more about that. And of course, you can keep up with everything I do at freetomnewsletter.com. That's right. We're going to get you free one of these days. Go check it out, uh, everybody. It's- just need more subscribers, <laughs> and then, then I'll be free. Hey, Tom, quit raising prices on your free newsletter. It's killing us. I get Tom Merritt Plus. I pay extra for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wanted to note, too, that I will not be on the show next Wednesday. Oh, oh and you know what? Okay. That's Darn perfect it. timing, it turns out, because neither will we. So. Oh, You'll yeah, be on the show. I, I, you just don't know it. You I have a trip that I have to take to yeah. meet some friends in Las <laughs> yeah. Vegas. Aww. Well, I'm uh, I'm excited to see. I, let me put it this way: I'm also seeing a friend on th- on Wednesday next week, and I'm very excited to see him as well. So we have me shared, too. yeah, we have shared excitement. Tom Merritt, everybody, Ace Detect on Twitter. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye now. Bye. He'll he'll only say reasonable things on Twitter. Okay, <laughs> that's right. So will. there's yes. that. Uh, yeah, he will be there Wednesday. I'm very excited about yeah. it. Yeah, very briefly. Sadly, won't be um, live at the live TMS at the Artifice Bar, but uh, there'll be other ways that you'll get to enjoy him there at that show. Yeah, Tom's uh, is a quick in and out, as we like to say with Tom. Hello. Very quick in yep. and out, you know, like eating around a blue ball. All right, moving on. <laughs> We're going to do uh, recommendals. It's that time. <laughs> I'm a little burpy here for some reason. Uh, yeah. Let me get... Uh, all right, Grandpa or Mima, <laughs> Governor Mima, Governor Mima. Uh, all right, I got to add Randy back to the uh, core group here. Here we go. Okay, uh, we're gonna do recommendals. It's gonna be fun. I can't freaking wait. Here we go. It's time for recommendals, where we recommend stuff from streaming services that the three of us have seen, and maybe we think you might like them too. Welcome, Randy, back to the show. Hi, Randy. Oh, good morning, morning stream. I am doing great. Thanks for asking. Uh, did anybody uh, grow up in a state where uh, your governor was called Governor Goodhair? No, <laughs> no. Oh, that was really that was really common uh, in Texas. Goodhair. Uh, like, like, yeah, like the the whole idea was that the only reason that this tall man was elected governor is because he has good hair oh like that's all he is he's just a good you know, he's just a good piece of hair walking in oh you're you know what i just did a search and this is all over the place but i'd never heard of this this is a uh, wow okay oh. governor good hair goes to washington progressive.org there's a whole thing here where you can learn all about all the all the governors who had good hair mine's named governor cox and he has no hair he's, he's <laughs> oh, governor no hair yeah bald as you could be his Shame actual it. last name is Cox. Oh yeah, last name's Cox. Spencer Cox. It's and you know what? Spencer Cox, pretty good guy. He's like um it's hard to explain, but he he does not he'll probably only last a, a term because of this. But he's a Republican governor, but he goes he's not step line with like the current some GOP things. Like everybody feels like they got to be in line with whatever whatever the GOP is these days. And he kind of kicks against that. Does a lot of cool charity stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Piss, you know, vetoed a bill that uh, was basically a anti-trans bill in the end. And he like, vetoed it. And he's a good guy. And there were a bunch of other people around him going, you can't veto that. Uh, a penis is a penis or whatever their problems are. <laughs> and he was like, nope, I'm Cox. I got this. I'm a hairless cock. Awesome. Anyway. I, uh, oh, uh, one thing I wanted to mention, I, I think it's very interesting that you guys were talking about streaming services and didn't go like go hard in favor of Disney. Disney, like if you are a Star Wars and Marvel fan and you for some reason went on sabbatical two years ago and you just came back, 
oh my god disney plus streaming like mm, the yeah. star wars and marvel content that has been distributed by them in the last two years created is, and added from other locations yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable yeah like, they've been busy like seriously it's like 500 hours yeah. Like I think that's a conservative estimate. It's 500 hours. Kind of annoyed yeah. with myself, though, because we only really use Disney Plus around here because I'm just behind on so many shows on there. Loki is uh-huh. one of them um, that I just uh, end up using it when Van's over to watch, you know, some Disney movie. Like, sure. I'm, I've, sure. Uh, if anything, I feel like I have done them wrong by not using them more. But I just I, uh, you know, and another thing is they have all of their recent stuff, like all of their recent Disney programming. And mm-hmm. that's like that's just amazing. You know what I mean? Like there's as people uh, age, they tend to fall away from like watching the latest uh, Pixar film as it comes out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you know, you got Disney plus it's very easy to watch that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't watched uh, turning red either. I need to, but uh, that's like, you you know, it's all this stuff like, Oh, Encanto and uh, Luca and Mm -hmm. onward and all these great things that, like, God, I haven't seen red. I haven't seen a Pixar, a new Pixar movie since the the cool one in the van the the onward onward um, yeah I haven't seen Soul I haven't seen oh wow any Soul's of those Encanto Encanto is great yeah uh, I should watch I all were, of this I thought you were going to watch Turning Red with your daughters I was we just haven't yet Carter and I have not seen it yet but, and I and I don't know why I don't know why we were like last Sunday we're watching you, tonight right yep and then the your day problem went. your problem is you wait for your kids don't don't you know once you do that once or twice <laughs> once you once you watch something that they were anticipating watching with you yeah do that once or twice they will never let it happen again they'll be like hey dad I'm making time tonight tonight's gonna be the night we watch Turning Red I'll be there I won't, no, no other plans no cancellation yeah, no nothing it's a rare you thing what, you were describing you know what's also interesting is how we're talking about certain things uh, repeatedly over and over. Like on the Netflix topic, I feel like we talked about Midnight Mass way more than we needed to for way longer than we needed to, right? Like mm-hmm. that was clearly a big hit. Mm-hmm. And like um, right now, I feel like people have been talking about severance. Like we're into like our eighth week of people talking mm-hmm. about severance. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Good job, Apple Plus. You, you, you really nailed it with that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I feel like that's really where, uh, uh, you know, uh, streaming services will just have a sudden – uh, resurgence like they'll just one show will hit Netflix and we'll all be uh, happy with Netflix for a long time yeah it'll, it'll whatever it ebbs and flows I think all the other services probably love that they're getting heat right now because <laughs> they're just like yeah come over here we got stuff check it out hey we're HBO we got a lot of nudity you know <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than Netflix does, so come on over. All right, uh, let's get to recommendals. This is uh, our recommendations for the week. We're going to start with Brian, who's got a couple of these lined up. What do you got? Here? I what do. You do? Yeah, uh, as usual, I've got two, and I've got uh, the first one is a movie. And uh, uh, boy, watching it, the acting seems a lot better than when you listen to it, which is an interesting, you know, way to, to determine that. However, um, okay. This is okay. Still, this is still, uh, an, a fun, actually, it's still an interesting watch. Maybe not fun, but a compelling watch. All right, here we go. Good morning, girls. Good, good morning, morning, Mr. Axel. I have good news. As of today, you have completed level 15. And now you will all be moving up to level 16. Level 16 will be your final year at Vestalis. You will soon be meeting your new families, 
So remember your lessons, embrace the feminine virtues that we have taught you, and eyes down! <laughs> Jeez. Now, I will give you your new hall assignments, beginning with Rose Hall. Zakedzi! The following girls will now move up to Rose Hall. Rita, Ava, Vivian. I have no idea right. what this is. I know. So this was something that uh, Tristan recommended to me and, and and Tina, and we said, all right, yeah, we'll check it out. Um, this this is uh, – and it, she said it actually, said the name a couple times in there. It's called yeah. Level 16. This mm. is on Netflix. And it is a – a uh, dystopian future kind of probably along the line somewhere. If you drew a line from handmaid's tale to an episode of black mirror, this you'd, you'd pass right through level 16 town basically is what it is. Mm. It is, um, uh, it probably could like, it's, it's an hour and like a little over an hour and a half. It probably could have been shrunk down to a one hour Black Mirror episode, mm-hmm. uh, but it's about a school, uh, a group of girls who are in a school that feels also like a prison. Um, they're being, it's, it's almost like a, an orphanage where they're being trained on how to become uh, perfect young women for families that uh, are going to adopt them. And it's creepy. It is uh, very gray. And uh, of course, there's a twist. Um, there, there's a lot of uh, the island comparisons. Like in in Wikipedia, it talks about how there's a big comparison to the movie The Island with Ewan McGregor and okay. uh, right. Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Um, no director or stars of note. This is you're going into something that um, also the platform. Also, kind of a interesting comparison, right? I haven't seen the platform yet, but when this movie ends, the first thing it recommended to me was, Hey, you like this? You should watch the platform. <laughs> I, and I want to know the the writer director is Danishka Esterhazy and she is up and coming. She's actually uh, she? quite, okay. quite older than you would usually think of for up and coming. But, um, you know, she, uh, she came out of, uh, uh Manitoba and, uh, it, it was been a long road for her to start, you know, like getting premiere work as a, as a writer director, but like, if you look at her list, she's she's making she's making TV series and and made for streaming services movies and I think she's you're going to see her uh, move into some more like premiere films soon. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's cool. Cool. Um, yeah, because the Banana Splits movie is one of her credits, and and uh, I can't imagine that this is uh, <laughs> compares at all to the Banana Splits movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 good. It's uh like I said, it's compelling and there's a there's a nice payoff. A little bit of stuff is predictable. You're you know, but it's like Hunger Games kind of predictability where it's like, oh, I kind of know who's going to do well and who's going to do poorly in this sort of thing. But um it's got an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, 61% audience score. It's one of those bigger gaps, but um uh, it's interesting. It's, yeah, and it's, it's like a, it, it's. I, I I I've not looked at it. I mean, it's been advertised yeah. to me on Netflix over and over and over. And my, the only impression I got was that it was an all woman cast, an all female. cast. Pretty much, yeah. This would not work well for your Friday night at Ibbots or Saturday night at Ibbots house joke <laughs> on uh, on Film Sack. Mm. But uh, uh, that's like that's something that we you know we don't see very often. And I think uh, I think a lot of times uh, audience scores. Uh, like they just like are people who looked at it for five minutes and were like, I don't see enough dudes shooting guns, you know? Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. There's certainly, uh, well, I won't say there, there might okay. be a little bit of that. Who oh, knows? a little gunplay. Yeah. You say there might be a little mm. gunplay. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. 
Uh, level so 16. Level 16, Netflix. Level 16. Get Netflix. it now. Yep. Um, yep. Get it before you cancel your account. Yeah, before, get it Before uh, Netflix <laughs> takes away your, your parents' streaming uh, password. There you, there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, your next right. one here. What do you got here? Second one is a miniseries. All right, here we go. If you think that people want a patch to diagnose them and then put medicine directly into their skin, then you've never met a sick person before. People go to school for a very long time to understand how to diagnose patients. You can't get a diagnosis from a patch because human beings aren't machines. But doctors make mistakes, and this would be based on uh, data. Well, data isn't everything. Um, People your age need to remember that machines make mistakes too, especially when humans are operating them. Yeah, but it's it's fine. It's uh, nothing personal. You had an idea. It's not going to work. So you just you keep learning. Keep trying. Ooh, a hater. Okay, Amanda Seyfried, you've got to go lower and talk a little more. The, you have to. Come on. Hang on. The there's voice. more. There's more. Hang on. Tell us more. Or do not. Let the payoff. There is no try. What? That's Yoda from Star Wars. Oh. I hate the other woman. <laughs> <laughs> that is Laurie Metcalf, yeah, and uh, that is. Oh, I actually, lo- I actually love her. I should say, but I hate yeah. that character. Gosh dang! The it. character is uh, like, oh, okay, well, that was really nice. Now move along, bye bye, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and that is Amanda Seyfried. Uh, Seyfried. I, I saw. It's not Seyfried or Seyfried as I've been pronouncing it my whole life or her whole life probably, <laughs> but it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like Sephrid or something like that. Anyway, um, she is portraying uh, Elizabeth Holmes. And this is the movie or the series, The Dropout, all about the Theranos scandal, uh, the biotech company that made a whole bunch of promises and, and did not fulfill them. Uh, for this, like, you remember me playing the Julia Garner uh, we had a German yeah, accent yeah. that she had to talk in for the entire miniseries. Oh yeah, you get the, you get a similar kind of thing with Elizabeth Holmes, who apparently talked like this. Like we had to go and watch a lot of Elizabeth Holmes interviews, and mm. it's like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, Amanda really kind of nailed that. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think she, I don't think she nailed it at all. Like I, I feel oh, really, you think she had to go lower. You mentioned that you think, yeah. The problem is that there's so much Elizabeth Holmes out there. Like you can hear the actual Elizabeth Holmes. She, she did all the media she could possibly do for a decade. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like the, if you're going to impersonate her, I I don't even think you should try to impersonate her. I think they should make an, Elizabeth Holmes soundboard and then use that and, and have Amanda Seyfried on the screen, but you're actually hearing Elizabeth Holmes actual voice. Cause like, if you, (laughs) because you know what I'm saying? Like it is, it is the whole it's the reason we're so interested in this, by the way. I and I and I think that's wild. It is absolutely crazy that everyone is really, really caught up on this one white collar criminal because of her stupid fake voice. Without it, there's no way we care. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. This is my recommendation. Okay? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, just kidding. That was awesome. Uh, so. so uh, yeah, the um, uh, but on that on that note, you're you're not wrong. And and as we were watching, we would have said, you know, if Mira Sorvino, like Mira Sorvino back in the day, would have been perfect casting for this because she's got that much lower register. She's even got the look like um, Elizabeth Holmes. Um, Amanda Seyfried is has you know a much more 
like Anne Hathaway big features kind of look, whereas Elizabeth Holmes is is a little bit more plain but dolled up with with makeup kind of look. So uh, anyway, um, I guess I've never heard Amanda Seyfried's. Or, you know what? I have a video. Let's see how you actually say it. I'm gonna play this real quick. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Here we go. This will be fun. I don't know why there's music. It's really dumb. Okay, skipping ahead. <laughs> there's a Jimmy Kimmel interview. If you find the or Jimmy Fallon. Oh, is that? Does she say it herself? She he says it. He he says, "Oh, welcome to the show." And it's like the first second of it. If you find okay. uh, this one, I found done. is terrible. Let me see if this is. Oh, here uh, we go. Man, duh, Cy Fred. <laughs> is it Cy Fred? <laughs> it's Cy Fred. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't like how that guy did that at all. No. I really don't. Uh, no, uh, man, duh. <laughs> F that guy. That sucked. YouTube, do better. All right. Um, let's get to my... Uh, <laughs> well, hold on. Hold oh, on. Yeah, a couple yeah, more things about this. Yeah. Uh, huge cast of characters. Uh, you get uh, Michael Ironside, almost an unrecognizable Michael Ironside, uh, as uh, one of the one of her backers. Uh, you get William Macy as uh, kind of a... Not a competitor, but a patent troll that mm. her a family friend patent troll, Marilyn Raskub, who we haven't seen in forever, Bill Irwin, and then her her partner in crime is Naveen Andrews, that a lot of people will remember as Saeed from Lost. Oh, I like him. He's uh, cool. Yeah, uh, Michaela Watkins, Ann Archer, Kurtwood Smith. Um, oh, Alan Kurtwood Ruff. Smith! Are you kidding? Uh, uh, I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah I love Red. him. He's uh, he's uh, that '70s Metformin. show, and then the RoboCop. He's great. Love yep, he's in this too quite yep. a bit and uh anyway so there you go it is uh, the dropout and it is currently streaming or will probably forever be streaming on hulu i didn't expect to be so excited about kurtwood smith but hey, I randy you still there you all right yeah yeah you got quiet i was like oh he's typing up a nasty email to me isn't he right yeah. now? no not at all yeah he's, I, he's good i uh i feel like so i feel like the theranos story got so overexposed it was like the fire island thing a couple of years ago right like oh yeah just like all the there's sudden. a i so like i didn't i didn't watch this and i didn't even consider watching it until you started talking about it just now like I'm it's glad, you know so you had that perspective this was for me i knew a little bit about theranos i i know that they you know conned a bunch of people out of their money and i knew elizabeth holmes was behind that but boy i learned like i knew five percent of the story going in to watch the dropout and um uh and it it was amazing i probably uh, knew two percent if there if there's a percentage i knew it was two percent it was her face <laughs> and it was the uh -huh. case existed and that i've never even heard her talk i don't know anything oh. else about the deal so cool yeah then, well, then yeah. you'd probably really get a kick of this lenonade asked i wonder which medical hulu show is better this or dope sick i we saw both of them i really really liked dope sick i thought that was brilliant and michael uh Keaton. um Keaton was incredible in that. So I would probably, I'd put that one above this one, but only barely. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's high and, praise. And it's, and I like, just a note, it's been over three years since the inventor came out, the, the documentary about oh. Elizabeth Holmes. And, oh, really? I didn't know that existed is, either. That's the, the ABC documentary that this is based on, right? Oh, uh, it was an it? HBO documentary, the inventor. Oh, I that's think? different. Okay. There was an ABC news documentary about theranos as well that um well clearly uh, i've been in the dark is, on this theranos business i didn't know any yeah, of this yeah so uh, you'll should, be fascinated by this this is like how to con an industry out of a lot of money 101 okay <laughs> well, and, 
And, you know, I hate to like jump on a, a recommendation on a recommendation, but I'll, yeah. I'll actually, I'll bet you that Nicole recommended the inventor three years ago. Maybe. It's, she probably it's, did. Um, uh, it's an Alex Gibney uh, documentary. It's Love so, so it's Gibney documentaries. His stuff's yeah, awesome. It's, it's real good. It's like, yeah. uh, this is the person who made Going Clear and the smartest guys in the room and yeah. so on. Yeah. And uh, he's great. It's just, uh, it, it does not paint elizabeth holmes in a good light at all it is a, <laughs> i imagine not oh, yeah. i imagine oh, it does not Kate mckinnon was originally cast to play elizabeth holmes that's that would have been some good i think some better casting sadly but oh uh, interesting yeah he's yeah. um alex gibney the first thing i ever saw was that enron one uh the, the one you said the smartest guys in the room that's an amazing documentary but if you really want to see something interesting from that dude watch hold on where is it oh right. i forgot the name of it Anyway, he's amazing. That guy's great. Yeah. All his documentaries are insane. And good. Um, a couple, a couple that come to mind for me are his Rolling Stone mm. documentary. Mm. It's called Stories from the Edge. That's really good. That's pretty oh, cool. Really, really good. Nice. And uh, his Steve Jobs documentary is pretty good. The Man in the Machine one. Is that that one? Yeah. Yeah. Also very. Oh, good. did he also do King of Kong? That's what Codes from Home is saying. Oh, it really? That's a give me deal. I had no idea. I don't know. Uh, no wonder that's such a that. good documentary. Alex Gibney's a hell of a documentarian. He's really, really good. Oh, Taxi to the Dark Side is one I'm thinking of. That's a really good movie. Oh, that's Seth Gordon was uh, King of Kong. Yeah. If you see Taxi to the Dark Side, we're talking like, um, like interrogation stuff in Afghanistan that you just have never heard before. It's just, oof, man, it's really good. Anyway, uh, here's mine. I'm going to play a clip. This is uh, a documentary, funny enough. Um, and it's on HBO Max and I adored it and I finished it last night and I loved it. Here it is. It was always a big deal that my mom was 43 when she had me. People would say, oh, she's much older, you know, and, and there are lots of risks involved. Tony and I are 20 years apart. I was a junior in college when my mom told me she was pregnant. I was a senior in high school. All of Tony's siblings, including me, were older. I'm 12 and a half years older than Tony, so when he was young especially, our relationship was almost as much paternal as fraternal. Okay. I, I did it. it was a very vague scene, so it doesn't mm-hmm. give too much away here. But this is the, the Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off documentary that is on HBO Max right now. Mm-hmm. It's a single film, about two hours long, and it's freaking great. Um, mm. It is not... I thought it was just going to be, you know how these are. You take any sports star, really, and you make a documentary about them, and they're usually just this shining, you know, put them on a pedestal, talk about all the great stuff they did. And there's some of that, of course, because we're talking about Tony Hawk and some of these other amazing skaters from that era. But um, it's a much more personal story and a much more personal story about what drives people at the top of their game. Um, He's he's fascinating Tony Hawk is, but even more fascinating are some of the people around him. Some of the other skaters that, uh, that he worked around and with, um, for example, uh, let's see, what's his name. I don't want to, I mentioned him this morning on Twitter. So now I forgot. Oh, Rodney Mullen in particular, um, uh, someone known for incredible street skating. And he was a contemporary of Tony Hawk's back in the day. Um, who by the way is 53 now, but you'd never know it. Tony Hawk's still doing, Mm. 
720s and just, you know, he skates four or five times a week and he's still just an insane wow. and, freak. And uh, wow. yeah, I've known you for a long time, Scott, and I've, I've gotten the impression that you really like it when a documentary is about a person who is overall a good guy and is plain spoken. Yeah, I do like that, um, especially somebody who's found some measure of success, because I think it's fascinating to see what success does to people uh, for good or for ill. And this is a story about an imperfect guy who is a nice guy kind of at his core. He always has always been a nice dude, but he had a real rough period and it was all, I mean, he said it himself in the documentary. He goes, fame is the worst drug. He said, it's the worst drug that I've, that anyone could ever take. And I hate it. And I don't recommend fame for anyone. And he, and it goes pretty deep. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but, uh, it's fantastic. I mean, there are moments that are like legit moving and most of it has to do with him trying to nail the 900, which he was the first one to do oh, wow. in the history of skateboarding. And he did it live in front of a crowd after about 30 tries in front of them. He's got way more uh, bone breaks and, and, you know, concussions than he can count. Every skater that's still alive today has horrible whiplash because they're, they're, their sport of choice, their lifestyle means constant whiplash. Every time you fall, you give yourself some form of whiplash and it, it adds up. So they're just a mess, you know, by the time they're in their forties and fifties, but it's, they're so dedicated to it. And I'm telling you, Rodney Mullen could read me a, a book every night and I would sleep to it. There's something about that dude. He is <laughs> like a one. Zen God. Amazing. Anyway, highly recommend it. There is a, in particular, uh, a story about Tony Hawk and a guy who was his rival since they were 10. And real hatred between, mostly between the other guy and Tony. Tony not so much toward him. And how that re- that relationship finds resolution. It's one of the most touching things I've ever freaking heard. Um, it was. I imagine. I imagine you're like me, and that there's going to be a documentary someday about Sean White, and you're going to love it. Probably, it just- yeah. It seems <laughs> that seems like it probably will happen. And then this was just a really good look, you know. How his career went, I mean, he was dead broke in the early 90s because skateboarding has a cyclical kind of very popular drop, popular, very popular yeah, drop. Right. Happens all the time. And I don't even know what loop we're in right now, but he, for a while there, he was like working in some crappy place. His wife was trying to make ends meet by being a nail stylist. There was nothing going on after all these wins. And then it took off again. And then he got that video game deal and he had no idea that game deal was going to end up being what it was. Made him a multi-millionaire. Before that, he was just sort of a millionaire. Um, and and you can sell me on this by telling me that this documentary has anything from the Jackass guys. Anything. Give me not, anything. Not a thing. Not one oh. moment of Jackassery. I was surprised by that. <laughs> and even the video game reference was very small. And only just to reference that this was a, t- a time in his life where things were just going nonstop. Money, money, money. Too much fame. Too much whatever. Like that that era is described in a, in a much more broad sense. So even the video game thing's not even focused on. So it is really, it does stay very true to like the man, the people around him, their stories are just as interesting to me. Like some of these other skaters, I was just uh, like was blown away by this well, stuff. I, I freaking love how, you know, Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O and Bam Margera and Chris Pontius and Jason Acuna and Ryan Dunn all came together. And Tony Hawk was like, in the mix he wasn't one of those six people right no no. but he was like on the out they all knew him and they were all constantly trying to get him yeah and he he, he ended up in jackass episodes and you know he was he was in all the movies like he's in the late he he makes an appearance in the latest movie yeah that doesn't surprise me i mean basically he 
he's connective tissue to all of those things. But what this story really focuses on is, I think really it's a study in what puts somebody like him where he is versus anyone else who just likes skating or who thinks they're good or even has the raw talent. But what's the one ingredient that takes them further? And they're not willing to just say, well, he had the guts to keep going. It's not simple. In fact, they have a hard time express expressing it. And they have a whole sequence where especially Rodney Mullen tries to express it and says, my biggest frustration in life is that I can't properly express this to people who don't understand. It's like really interesting. Anyway, I loved it. I hope this thing wins awards. It's so good. And um, y'all should watch it. Uh, it's called is Tony it, Hawk it, Until the Wheels Fall Off. Yes. Is, is there a, another like sports or, or reality documentary that you uh, would compare it to that did win awards? Um, the Michael Jordan uh, oh, okay. Bulls one. Mm. What was that oh, called? Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, that was a series, but I can't remember the name of it. Um, the Big right. Night or... Uh, Big show? No, it, whatever it is. Is it anything like Free Solo? Is that a good uh, comparison? No. Well, I don't okay. know. I don't remember that one. Um, All right. It's one where there's a there's two kinds of sports documentaries. Ones that treat them like gods and ones that just treat them like people who are incredibly talented and then look at all the aspects of what that is. This is the latter. And I appreciate okay. those. There's a reality to it. There's, you know, Tony Hawk's not perfect and not by any stretch. He may not be the greatest skater ever, just like Jordan. I don't know. This is controversial to say. No, no, Jordan, I agree with you. I agree with Jordan you. Jordan may not say. be the greatest player of all time. <laughs> oh, the last dance. That's it. He may not be the greatest player of all time, but it kind of doesn't matter. It, it, it's more yeah. than just the skating. It's more than just the basketball for, for Jordan. It's there's something more to these guys. And so yeah. they explore yeah. that. It's it's fascinating, and I couldn't recommend it more. Um, absolutely loved it. One of my favorites I've seen this year. So again, HBO Max. It's a cool. HBO Max original. Tony Hawk: The Wheels Until the Wheels Fall Off is the subtitle, and uh, I can't see how you'd be disappointed. It's really, really even if you don't like skating and stuff. You know, like if you're not you know, like skateboard yeah. culture, whatever, man. I don't think that matters. That's not the point. Yeah, I'll be a good bellwether for that because I'm I I know of skateboarding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I know of Tony Hawk, but uh, this would be a good well, a good yeah. test for me. Well, and you also know it's good because HBO pushed it real hard the yeah. instant they released it. Mm-hmm. Like it was on your for you HBO for you page, whatever that's called. Yeah. Like for from the get go, and it stayed there. They they really want you to watch it, Brian. So I mm-hmm. think De- it deserves to be. What's also cool is the director is a childhood association of his that was there kind of the whole time when they were making old VHS videos, and then you know, making the zines and the e-zines and just every kind of step of the way he had this filmmaker friend that was always filming stuff. And it's this guy who, who did the directing. When I first heard that, I thought, well, that's going to be biased and weird and not, you know, (laughs) it's not at all. It's just really on, on the nose and honest and, and heartfelt and great. It's just fan freaking tastic parent issues. Those are always fun. Uh, you know, all that stuff. So check it out. Uh, available now. All right, Randy, I'm going to play your clip. Anything to set up here? Okay. So, so this is also a documentary and, um, it's got a lot of music. This is a highly, uh, scored documentary. So I just kind of grabbed a random spot. I seriously, I went to a random episode of this and grabbed a random clip where there was some (laughs) talking. So just like making sure, you know, everybody's going to recognize what this is. This is, this is really good. Here we go. As dusk falls over the park, we are reminded of our place in the universe. By carefully managing light pollution, 
the celestial views above the reserves have remained some of the darkest on Earth. On a clear night, you can see the planets of the solar system, the stars of the Milky Way, and the distant glow of our closest neighboring galaxies. with the naked eye. And under the cover of darkness, one nocturnal forest resident is helping his home to regenerate. It sounds like some uh, sort of presidential nature documentary. <laughs> it is. And, and I actually should have, I should have picked the next minute because he was just about to say, he was just about to introduce you to a creature that you've never heard of and never seen. And the reason you've never heard of it, and never seen it is because they had to invent new camera tech to capture this nocturnal creature. Hmm. And they did. And it's in here. And uh, it's just fantastic. This is Our Great National Parks by uh, Higher Ground. Um, as you know, Higher Ground is, uh, you know, a very new production company. They are, you know, this is probably, I, I feel like this is their first big hit, mm. like their first big premiere do thing. Do they do every I, park or is it just like, the? do they do the big hits? Like, what's the deal there? So it's actually... <laughs> um, no, yes and no. Like yes, they do they do mention and look at every like truly big national park mm -hmm. in the world. Like they jump around from country to country. But this is um this is a, a lot more for me ab about kind of taking over for Attenborough for David Attenborough. Mm -hmm. Like David Attenborough is now ninety five years old, oh, wow. and uh, I don't so think we're going to be though. getting. Any... I love him with the hair. We yeah. see the female doing the thing. Yeah, I love that. And and we'll always have we'll always have that that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And like going back, like there has been uh, there have been a, a lot of uh, times where we're, we're seeing remasters of like the mutual of Omaha stuff or whatever. Right. right. But it's, you know, like <laughs> time moves on. Yeah. Uh, planet earth is not as groundbreaking as it was 15 years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there's more ground to break and these guys are doing it. This, this is, you know, a, a nature documentary is about, is really about a massive team of people going all over the world for years, getting awesome footage. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what's that's what uh, undergirds our great national parks, and highly recommend it. Oh, interesting! So they've cool. got like stuff in Indonesia and in Africa and in let's see uh, other places. So it's not just U.S. American national parks. National parks, yeah. It sounds like oh, it's right. yeah. like all over the place. That's right. cool. So the the message of this show is we need every country in the world to set aside as much as they can. Uh, and call it a natural national park and, and protect it. That's yeah. the message of the show. And that's again, something Attenborough has been saying for decades, right? Oh yeah. Attenborough's so, that's like, his whole thing. Like, this know. is, this is not a new message, but you, in order to deliver the message, you got to show me a lot of stuff that I, uh, you know, I find really beautiful and they deliver. Yeah. Another, so uh, I would say a good companion piece to this might be that, that, um, Bill or, um, uh, I can't think of his name all of a sudden, uh, Dear Martha, Clinton? why can't I think of the guy's name? Oh. Director, 
make some documentary films. Oh, Ken Burns. Ken the Burns. Benjamin Franklin thing, right? Yeah, no, it's it's not Franklin. It's uh, well, I think it's just called National Parks or something. Anyway, oh, it was a national national park one. I didn't yeah, realize I think that he'd done one as well. Huh. It's focused almost entirely on national parks, but also like Teddy Roosevelt's role in getting that kicked off and. Oh, and wow. how it all, you know, the, which which ones were named after whatever they were named after and like the trouble getting the things yeah, yeah. built or done or protected or whatever. That's a really good companion piece to this probably, I would or, imagine. Possibly. I, I feel like that is really about history and, and Burns is a historian. Like the, his whole deal is mm-hmm. coming up with a new way to teach you something about what happened 50 years ago or 100 years ago. Right. Um, this, is, this is about the here and now. It's about using the best latest technology to go into Patagonia, which is what you just heard, or go into Namibia or Japan and, uh, you know, and, and show you like, this is what a national park is right now. And it's great. It's important. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, like the, he, uh, he starts off the whole thing in Hanauma Bay on Oahu and it's just so beautiful. It's freaking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know documentaries like this are beautiful, but you should watch it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in, uh, it seems well, like good stuff. I like doc, nation, uh, 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 nature documentaries. It's almost, if there's, I don't have ASMR stuff where something will make my head tingle or whatever, <laughs> but I think these come close, right? Mm-hmm. Just sitting, mm-hmm. actually, chilling, seeing these beautiful 4k vistas and animals I've never heard of and places I haven't paid attention to. It's something about that. Gets me I actually, I think I have the opposite. I get repulsed when I'm scrolling through TikTok and I come across an ASMR woman and she's like clicking. A oh no, no, the same sounds. Same. I hate. I it. actually, I actually like. I will hold down on that video <laughs> and select. I'm not interested in this content. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like, I, can, I don't get right. it either. I don't understand it. I understand that you know different things work for different people, but these people that are smacking their lips in a microphone or eating or whatever, what the hell, man? I can't do it. The very yeah. first time I came across one and they were doing this thing with their, their fingers right on the mic, I was just like, are you okay? How's that are make you feel? A, are you having a stroke? Brian, can you, oh. can, does this help you feel better? How are you feeling over there? No, no, stop it. Oh, oh. <laughs> like nails on chalkboard. Oh. Uh, I don't like any of it. All right. Well, ASMR for one is someone else's nightmare. Um, yeah. You're, well, your ASMR is my misophonia. There you um, go. So where's this <laughs> streaming? I forgot where you said. This is streaming on Netflix, baby. Look at all these it's Netflix our- things today. We got lots yeah, of Netflix despite funny. all these yeah. stories. Yeah. I think Higher Ground has a Netflix deal. I'm not 100% on that, but I, I think that's where all of the Higher Ground work is going uh, or has been for the last three years and is probably going for a long time. It makes so sense. So yeah. that's they, something. Yeah, I they make a, they, they get a, they favor. struck a deal and they'll keep bringing content. That'll be cool. Um, uh, and I just wish I just wish they were able to pump out more faster. Like, I I don't want to. I'm excited about higher ground. Like I, you know, I'm gonna admit, you know, that's uh, I know there's a lot of Americans, especially who are like, boo, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, you shouldn't make a media company and and uh, you know promote oh, your uh, opinions. Boo. I guarantee this like, triggers somebody, but um, whatever uh, the other, uh, whoever you, uh, this team sports stuff can all take a big shit for all I care. I don't, I don't yeah, care. Right. Like it, it, there's plenty of opportunities for whoever you perceive as your voice to make their own media companies and do all, their own thing. So, but, but whatever, who cares? They're open market. Everybody make all their shit. Who cares? Whatever. F yeah, off. Right. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to, you don't have to watch it when it's uh, like, 
uh, about like the first documentary they put out, I think was uh, becoming, which is the Michelle Obama oh, story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't think I, you don't have to watch that. Like no, it was perfectly no, good, don't. but like no one's making you. I'm saying this, this natural world. It, it's an, it's actually, I'm saying it's important. Our, our great national parks is important. Yeah. I'd like that. to visit them and not have them be garbage. And then while I'm <laughs> while yes. I'm there, take nice care sure. of what you know. I don't want to throw dirt on the or dirt. I don't want to throw trash on the ground. I don't want to you know pee in the place I'm not supposed to. Those sorts of things. Think keep it in mind, everybody. Uh, all right, there you have it. Uh, Randy will tweet these things later. Randy Deluxe uh, is where you'll look for that. You also see it in our Discord and uh, everywhere else, uh, Facebook, all that business. Um, Randy, uh, thanks, man. Uh, I know you're busy because you had a crazy a couple days here with uh, all the stuff going on all at work, right. but um, um, we're glad that you could hang out with us today so much. I am too, and I will uh, see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll see you. Well, yeah. I'll see you next. Actually, I'll see you in three days. See you in three see you days. See us in three days. Exactly. See you in three days, and then for a couple of weeks. No, Let's for a week. About, uh, yeah. What are we doing this this week? We're going to watch a movie that no one has ever seen called Willy's Wonderland. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yes. That's right. I yeah, forgot, we're going to yeah. get our Nick Cage on, man. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to it, and I don't know why, because I don't think it's going to be good. No, just, no, no. But I am looking forward to this one for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Randy Jordan, a.k.a. Randy Deluxe. Have a good day. Bye. Okay. He didn't have we, time. He didn't have time to do his thing. Didn't have time to do it. Uh, Take uh, that, Mr. Okay. Um, Despite the tech issues, thank you all for your patience. Uh, People at home are like, what tech issues? No, trust me. We had a a better problem We hit them from you. We sure did. All right. Tomorrow, big day. We got all the usual Thursday shenanigans as well as ANTP current season interviews. Now, if you're coming live, you'll hear those. Yes. If you are listening unless to the podcast. Unless you don't want to. Unless you don't want to be spoiled as to who's still in the competition. Because that will this will spoil you as to uh yeah. who's left. So if you you know, if that's something you want to avoid, they'll be at the end of the show, so you can stop listening at that point. Yes. And we're gonna do it uh we're gonna pause it for YouTube and also for the podcast listeners. So you guys are right. not uh, under any uh, you know, you're not gonna get spoiled. All right. But the rest right, of you exactly. come if you come here live and you don't care, great. If you watch the VOD on Twitch, you'll get spoiled there too. Can't pause that. But uh, <laughs> but, but one way or the oh, yeah. other. The question is, do we still have Wendy tomorrow? Do we have Wendy tomorrow? I think we have we Wendy do. tomorrow. Um, yeah. I'll have to find out. if it. We're doing two or three tomorrow. Uh, two tomorrow, three Friday. Three Friday. We might still be but able to. But we could probably swap it. If, if there's no Wendy, then we could swap it. Let's see what happens. I'll talk to yeah. Wendy. I don't know. I'll okay. see what she wants to do. Anyway, we'll make it work. That's tomorrow. Check it out. Frogpants.com slash TMS for uh, all your links and details, including our Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS. We need your support. Please keep throwing it our way. We need it. We need it. We need it. That's patreon.com slash TMS. Let's get out of here. Brian, let's play a song to do so. Okay, how about this one? Speaking of ANTP, one of our contestants, Sean Allred, wrote in and said, Hello, Scott and Brian. This is Sean Allred, one of the three Seans, uh, Sean Caster on Discord. On April 16th, I'll be turning 40. I know that was a few days ago. Just getting to this one. Brian, you've been so great in the past finding fun covers for me. I trust you, as always, with this daunting task. Love the show, though, Sean A. Call now. I'm sorry, I meant to play this. Call now, Sean. Thursday. Happy Thursday. Thursday. Happy mm-hmm. Thursday. Um, this is, uh, you want some ska? I got some ska for you. This is a recent discovery of mine, thanks to my friend uh, Scott Geringer. Uh, a band called the Melbourne Ska Orchestra. 
these guys are amazing. And I devoured all of their content and, and picked through and found covers, but I got everything because it's just so good. Um, their biggest hit happens to be this one right here. It, they put it on their self-titled debut from 2013. It's, speaking of TV theme songs, it's a great one. Here's their cover of Get Smart. Are you ready to get smart? Yeah. Are you ready to get smart?
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. It looks just like your father.